Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. On this episode, I'm going to go over the Astros and Padres game one of the series. Now that it's getting closer to the end of the series, I'm going to try to do an episode after each game, if possible. And if my work schedule and my personal life fit that, that's what I'm going to try to do. So let's talk about game one last night, Hunter Brown versus Blake Snell. If you listen to the last episode, I gave the Padres the advantage in the pitching department. No Frammer, no JV. I, I just didn't think we had the advantage. but And we're also at home, and we'll get to that a little bit more. So first, let's go over the scoring as usual. Bottom of the first, Jordan had an RBI single. That brought in Pena, and the Astros are up 1-0. to zero. So it's a good start. Top of the second, the Padres put some runs on the board, and it's not good. Campusano had an RBI single, ties it at 1. Trent Grisham had an RBI single. That made it 2-1, to one. and then Kim, a two-run single. That made it 4-1. to one. So four runs in the second inning for the Padres, and the Astros find themselves down by three. We go to the next inning. The Astros failed to score, but Bogarts had a home run, and all of a sudden we're down 5-1. to one. No more scoring till the fifth. Soto had an RBI double, and the Padres lead 6-1 to one after five innings. The Astros got a little bit stuff going in the bottom of the six, but they didn't take fully advantage, and we'll get to that later. Abreu, a ground rule double, brought in Jordan, six to two. Top of the seventh, Machado had a two-run double, and top of the eighth, Trent Grisham had a three-run homer. That made it 11 to two, and that was the final score. It was a total butt-whipping by the San Diego Padres. They had 11 runs on 10 hits. The Astros had two runs. On six hits, if you look at offensively, player by player, Altuve went one for four, Pena went one for four, Jordan was on base all four times with three walks and a hit. He also had an RBI. Alex Bregman one for four, Kyle Tucker 0 for four, Jose Abreu one for three with an RBI, Jazz McCormick 0 for four, Yiner Diaz one for four, and my boy Maldi 0 for four. The Astros were two for seven with the runners in scoring position, and they left seven on base. So they had runners on. They had six hits, but they weren't together enough to get anything done. So let's look at scoring opportunities that your Astros had. In the bottom of the first, they had two on with one out. Alex Bregman lined out, and Kyle Tucker struck out. So there was a chance. In the bottom of the fourth, we had two on with two outs, and Chaz flew out to right field. Bottom of the fifth, we had one on with two outs, and Pena flied out to right field. And bottom of the sixth, this is when we, this is, I think this is where the tide turned, even though the Padres really handled us. But Jordan walked, Alex Bregman got a single, 
Kyle Tucker flew out, so Jordan went to third. And then Abreu, ground rule double, brought in a run. And then, so we have two on, one out. Chaz strikes out and Yiner lines out. So we had a chance to do it, but we just couldn't get it done. Chaz and Yiner had a chance to drive in some runs, and they couldn't do it. But Blake Snell was pitching great. Bottom of the eighth, Jordan walked. And then Bregman grounded into a double play. So that was a wasted leadoff runner. And Kyle Tucker grounded out. Bottom of the ninth, we had one on with two outs. And Maldi flew out. Was that a huge opportunity for a run? No, but there was someone on base. So I brought it up. Hunter Brown, four and a third innings. Six hits, six runs. Two walks, five strikeouts. He loses. And he's 10 and 11 now with a 4.78 ERA. More on that later. Blake Snell, six innings, five hits, only two runs, three walks, eight strikeouts. He wins. He is 13-9 with a 2.52. Now, here's a side note that I just thought of that wasn't really planned for the show. But I was doing a little fantasy, and I had Blake Snell throwing under 101.5 pitches. And he threw 103, so... Cost me 15 bucks there. Anyway, so one guy that I've noticed, and I I'm, I'm I write this down, and I'm like, this is just how I feel. I don't feel like Kyle Tucker has been producing at all lately. So I'm going to make that statement because I made the statement to myself, and then I looked up his stats. Five for 24 in September. He's hitting 208. He hasn't hit a home run. He has two RBIs. So we need more production from Kyle Tucker. And Hunter Brown, I said this on the last episode, he's been struggling. So I looked at his stats. April, he had a 2.37 ERA. We're thinking, wow, this guy was amazing last year, and he's amazing this year. In May, he had a 4.7 ERA. That's going to happen. You're not going to have a 2.3 ERA every, every month. In June, he knocked it down. It was 365. In July, his ERA was 5.92. In August, it was 6.23. And in September, his ERA is 9.72. Now, that's not his overall ERA. His overall ERA is 4.78. But you look at September, 9.72. August, 6.23. July, 5.92. And I know anyone listening to this realizes this, and I said it, I've said it all along, all season, that we needed another starter. So how huge is that JV pickup? It's huge. Imagine going into the playoffs and all we have is Framber. But now we have two guys. If you have two strong pitchers, that's all you need. It'd be nice to have more, but you need two studs and we do have them. So that was huge. That was huge that we got JV. So now let's talk about the Astros at Minute Maid Park. I'm going to write a note down here. All right. Astros at Minute Maid Park. September, they're 0-4. In August, they were 6-6. Six and six. Right now, they're at 500. They were 6-6 six and six in August. However, they were 2-5 and five in the last seven. So if you add that together, the Astros are two and nine. 
in their last 11 games at home. In July, they were 7-6. and six. So if you take a look at the overall standings, it'll make you feel a little better. The Astros lead the American League West. They're 80 and 62. Seattle's half a game behind, 79 and 62. And if you want to feel any better, Texas, 76 and 64. If you look at, okay, here, here's an issue, folks. The Astros are struggling at home, so it doesn't really matter what pitchers you have out there, right? If you're going to get through the playoffs, you you have to win at home. You're not on the road every every series. You're not on the road every game of the series. Unless unless you don't have home field advantage, and I guess you could win all your road games. But the Astros have to figure out a way to play better at home. Now, I saw a story yesterday about the batter's eye. They were interviewing players, and they were saying, yeah, we kind of struggle here because of the batter's eye. The batter's eye kind of makes it hard to see, yada, yada, yada. And then how do the Padres score 11 runs? It's the same eye for them, too. So I don't don't really find that as a good excuse. They have, uh, what, the second best attendance in baseball? I think that's what I heard. The, the fans show up. They just can't. They can't get it done. All right. So where was I? All right. Texas is 7, 6, and 64. So the Astros are 35 and 35 at home. Seattle's 39 and 29. So they're plus 10 at home. The Astros, I will have to do some math on this, but they're 45 and 27 on the road. That's like plus 18. That is nuts. Yeah, that's exactly how many more wins they have than losses. 18. 45 and 27. Seattle's 40 and 33. Plus 7. So they're plus 7 and plus 7. The Astros run differentials plus 113. Seattle's 103. Texas is 136. Texas also has a losing record at home. But this should make you happy. As an Astro fan, if you don't like the Rangers, like I do not like the Rangers, if you look at the wild card race, Tampa Bay is comfortably going to make the playoffs. They're, they have a seven and a half lead in the wild card standing. Seattle's, they have a one game cushion, and Toronto is the last team in the playoffs. They have knocked out the Texas Rangers from the playoffs. The Rangers are one and a half games out of the wild card. Uh, the next closest, Boston is six behind, and the Yankees are eight behind. So let's look at tonight's game, Seth Lugo versus Christian Javier. So Seth Lugo, six and six, with a 3.49 ERA. Christian Javier is nine and three, with a 4.65. CJ, his last seven, two and one with a 5.60 ERA, 35.1 innings pitched, a 1.47 whip. That means that every inning he pitches, there's at least an average of one and a half guys on base, and that's not good. 22 earned runs. In those 35 innings, 33 strikeouts, 18 walks. Seth Lugo 
is also two and one in his last seven, but his ERA is three twenty. So he's not getting run support. And we know Christian Javier gets run support. He's pitched 39 innings. His whip is 1.19, which is a little more respectable. He has 14 earned runs, so eight less earned runs. He has five more strikeouts and seven less walks. So if you look at it on paper, advantage Seth Lugo. One reason is ERA is lower. The last seven games, he's pitched better. However, there's two more factors. Christian Javier is the king of run support. That's why he's nine and three. So it's going to be Javier's run support versus the Astros being at home. And you have that also that little piece. Will the Astros have a losing record at home? So I'm going to go out on a limb, folks. I, I don't see the Astros coming out of this series with a losing record at home even though now they have to win the next two games. So we'll see. Actually, they don't. they'll still be at 500. So I think they're going to win today. I really do. I know I'm positive, and I always say that all the time, but I think so. Uh, last night was on Apple TV, and today is on AT&T. The boys are back. The game's at 610. So enjoy the game, and I will see you after the game. For another recap, I hope you enjoyed the show half as much as I enjoyed doing it. See you next time on Astros Baseball. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.